Everything Comes From Something is an unoriginal podcast about unoriginality because everything truly does come from something. I'm one of your hosts, Isaac Ransom. I'm Cameron Tuttle. And we are so glad that you are here joining us, listening to the show. If you'd like to support us, subscribe on whatever platform you get your podcasts, give us a five-star rating, and share the show with your friends and family. If you have a couple bucks to throw our way, you can check us out at patreon.com slash podcast. And with no further ado, welcome to the show. Chuzo was just telling me about how much of an old man he is and how his back he was he was having like an achy back for for well, it was like a an week achy right? back I literally couldn't like bend over yeah you like threw out your back yeah you yeah, know you know who around. does that my dad <laughs> well yeah I don't know what was going on but yeah it seems like it's getting a little bit better that's good do you take like Advil or anything no this no. this podcast has gone from Hey, we're young and we're hip to, hey, we're old and we've thrown out our hip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Hello and welcome to, the, to, to Everything Comes From Something. I am Cameron Tuttle and I'm joined by Juzo Greenwood. Um, there's no Isaac today. And oddly enough, this is the first time he's ever missed a show. And the reason why is because he's being lazy and he's in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, he's in Hawaii. No, actually, the reason why was we were supposed to record yesterday and then he got sick on Sunday mm-hmm. and he said, Cameron, I can't record. Record with Juzo. Juzo called me serendipitously on that same, like, an hour after, he said. Uh-huh. Um, but he wasn't too sick to go to Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. This is what I'm saying. I think there's something fishy going on. Well, anyways... We've got a good show for you today. Do we? I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, so this this is interesting because we haven't talked about this. We we, we haven't talked about the, the the movie that we just both saw. Oh yeah. So we 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 don't know what each other thinks, which is going to be I think going to be very interesting. Yeah. But um, what's the film? The the film today is Joker, not the Joker, but mm-hmm. Joker. A picture of much controversy and outrage. Yeah. Um, Are we going to talk about that? Yeah, I think I think okay. that's an interesting part to, of the of, of of the whole thing. It's like I don't know. It's a it's a weird situation. It's not something that I've really ever seen before. Is I feel like um, not on the level where like police were getting involved. Yeah, yeah. There's like such a, a humdrum about this a hullabaloo. About this uh, th- this movie, th- but but like I think it's to- first of all, this is my opinion. I think it's totally m- news outlets' fault that there's any sort of reaction like this. It's all the like the the, the fear mongers in the media being like being like oh oh be careful of mass shootings. Ooh. Well, I you mean, know? it's it's people who are I don't know. I mean, like, did we? Is, was there any like tangible threats? That you could see, no, like there was no. no there was people. No. The, the biggest thing that happened in the weekend was someone was uh, laughing when uh, the Joker killed someone in the theater, and it scared some people. Um, and then another guy with a backpack went to the front and was looking for a seat, and yeah. then everybody left. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? That yes, that happened. I hear that one. Oh, that's yeah. hysterical. So, um, but but what I'm saying is that like even before the movie was coming out. Like two people, weeks ago, people probably. were saying that on social media, though. and people were saying that the fear about the movie 
it was like being said by like a few people on social media and i think it got amplified by like regular media uh, and then became this thing where it became so ubiquitous ubiquitous that it was almost people felt like the it this is an inevitability that this was going to happen. This was going to inspire some low nut, which we can get into when we talk about the movie, because how much the movie parallels the culture or the philosophies of this so-called incel is, is dubious at best. Oh I mean, no, it's, not, it's like, it's, it's not exactly really a one-to-one parallel at all. No, no. And, no. and I, I don't think the film is, is in any way a, a an argument for that. I mean, the movie is no. not an argument for the Joker. I mean, I don't know. Do, do you watch, you know, Taxi Driver and, and say that, you know, say, oh, wow, it's a, what a glorification of Travis Bickle. Right, right. But but again, that's that's more um, in with the context of the movie. I think what's most interesting to me was the like CNN headlines and the like, oh, you know, this movie's drawing criticism from like four people on Twitter that, Oh, it might cause a shooting, blah, blah, blah. You know? And it's like, a lot of critics were saying that too, when it came out, there are people, I mean, he said that the movie is, is a rallying cry for incels. And even Mick who liked the movie, Mick LaSalle, he said that he felt like this movie was, he said it. He said it shouldn't be made, which from, if you know, Mick LaSalle, that's a very unusual thing for him to say, because generally he does not, at all like to bring politics into his own politics into his reviews but he feels like i I mean i think he was just so kind of shaken by what uh happened in aurora and that sort of thing that he felt like it had some parallel now i found out recently that the aurora thing that's actually kind of like a repeated misremembering yeah that he he was not dressed as a joker he had red hair right but that was not he just did it because his friends and i i had always thought the same thing that mick and a lot of people were saying that he was you know he's dressed as a joker he's going to the batman movie but really it was just he was just going to the biggest movie that was opening that that uh weekend Um, right yeah but but again i mean it's such a hard thing to say oh this movie shouldn't be made because it's um, you know, going to inspire some sort of copycat shooter, inspire some sort of, you know, yeah, copycat it's behavior. Made because it, of that. It, it's just, it, first of all, I never, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I'll ever get on board with someone being like, oh, you shouldn't make this movie because what if this happens? I, 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 I for the most part, I am totally against that whole yeah. movement. I, I think it's the same sort of like, fear-mongering that happened in the 80s with the satanic panic and you know the the same sort of yeah 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 the same sort of um um really yeah yeah doom you know and and the columbine shootings like like the that style of fear-mongering is has always um been really uh unsettling to me because it's obviously a way to um direct direct culture in an in a narrative driven way um based on your own sort of and it also tendencies and yeah. using using emotion to uh emotion and like emotional appeals and like thinking of the children and blah 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 right. using that whole um line of thinking to um to really undermine creativity and, and undermine yeah undermine creativity and also takes away the actual responsibility from the places it should be, which exactly. is in, you know, from parents and from, you know, society and from, uh, no, the, no, the shooter. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, but, but like all the things that actually are precipitate someone being in that place, it, you right. can't, you can't equate the art to that. You right. Know? Right. Exactly. Um, 
Um, yeah, so I think that is kind of our summation of the, the controversy, I guess. Like, is there anything else that you want to say um, before we get into, d- dive right into spoiler territory? Well, we can spoil it. We can no, talk no, about I what we think about the movie yeah. before we spoil it. But um, I don't know. That's about it. I mean, I, we'll get more into the the actual movie connection to all this stuff. When we I think it's idiotic itself. that that the the media is trying to um, generate. It's almost like they they're trying to generate a, um, <laughs> a, a mass shooting, a, a, a not not a, or a tragedy or something like they're they're causing this bubbling at the surface. Um, and I think it's irresponsible. I think they, if there's no credible, um, you know, threat or anything, they didn't come up with any sort of reasoning for, for promoting this kind of like fear mongering. There's just no, there's, it's irresponsible. There's no reason. You never know though, how much all this stuff comes from because some of the stuff you have to report some like when you're talking about the, when the police are coming getting, yeah. getting involved then they have no choice but to say this yeah but that happening. was precipitated by the media saying that oh careful of right the, right of the but my point my point is that is that there's also it, there's so much like of a smokescreen going on when it comes to big movies and media because there's a lot of there's like news media and there's entertainment media and a lot of times uh there is a studio influence going on. There, there are things that are written as promotion, and sometimes, sometimes controversy is taken advantage of. We know that happened with like the Ghostbusters movie and like stuff like where there's yeah. like a huge like a sexist backlash on the internet, like Captain Marvel, where they kind of try to capitalize on that. And I don't know how much. I mean, I don't know. I I highly doubt the actual filmmakers, but I don't know if the people who are you know like Warner Brothers or whoever want this sort of thing because this being so much in the public eye is good for business definitely um, definitely but it's also extremely toxic oh of course <laughs> like all is. of this is of course extremely is. toxic. of course it is but to me it's like how i feel like a lot of you know groups are taking advantage of like you know ridiculous opinions around oscar season when they try to dredge up some even more absurd controversy yeah. about a film's racism or something like that. So it will, you know, La La Land won't win or, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think that is also damaging to the sort of like, I, I guess the, the like public conception of these, these movies, like it's damaging to culture, but this is actually like tangibly damaging and could, it could actually like, be harmful this this sort of fear-mongering is i think more harmful than than the sort of um you know just generalized outrage at things yeah sure um yeah so what did you think about the movie itself i i really liked it a lot um with i want to throw in some caveats Uh um because there are some things that i i I was thinking about it, um, like I, I was really captivated by by the movie, mm. mostly the whole time. I mm. was I was invested. Um, I thought most of the the storytelling beats worked for me. Um, most of the the sort of the general arc of of his character really worked for me. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but there were a couple like very okay. I went into it expecting not very good 
This is this oh, is really? what I went. Yeah, because based on the reviews. No, or? based on Todd Phillips. <laughs> oh right, right. Based on the fact that he's he made three Hangover movies and War Dogs. Yeah. Um, which I've only seen Hangover one and two, but I've only um, seen War Dogs. <laughs> Yeah, which you good. said was one of the worst movies. No, no, it wasn't awful, but it was just like, it was to me, it was like a very, it, it was just imitating Scorsese to the point that it was like laughable. And, mm, and yeah. this movie kind of does that too, but it was, it worked on its own terms, I thought. Yeah. yeah. And went in a different direction, at least at the end. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's definitely, it's not the most original piece of no, work. No. I mean, I don't think anyone would argue that, but I mean, I don't know. I, a lot of people are saying that like as, as a really damning piece of criticism, but I don't think that, you know, they're playing good, mo- great, even great movies that come out that are not, you know, innovating the medium. You know, not everything is, is, uh, yeah, right, right. Or get out or something, which even get out, I mean, is, is stealing from a lot of tropes too. So, right. You know, so my, my general criticism of this movie is that similar to some of his other movies, it's very hammy in places. It, it is very hammy in places. There's there's a couple sequences where literally everything is being shown to you, and um, and then they have to do a flashback and and go back and reshow oh, it to you. These are spoilery uh, and, things you're talking about. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything. Yeah. But um, there's there's some over explanation, which is always my least favorite thing in movies. Mm-hmm. There's some general hamminess with the. Um, with the themes, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. some of the, some of the themes are very over the top, like, okay, yeah, we get it. You know, like, like we understand, mm-hmm. um, or uh, that's what I thought as, as an audience member, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe, maybe some people, you know, need to be beat over the head a little bit, but I felt like it yeah. could use for, it could use some subtlety, mm-hmm. um, generally, mm-hmm. but overall uh, that was not my, um, uh, that didn't that didn't take away from, from the achievement, um, as much as I thought it would. Um, because generally when that happens, generally when I walk into a movie and it tries to beat me over the head, I'm immediately like turned off by that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I started to be turned off by that a little bit in the beginning and then it won me over. Um, throughout the, it, it kept winning me over throughout what, the course. What part of the of early in the movie felt like really on the nose? Um, well, I thought some of the, um, I mean, maybe maybe less so in the in the very beginning, but definitely. Uh, well, I, no, I mean, there's the the sequence with with the social worker was good on like an acting level, but mm-hmm. I I just didn't think the, I don't know, I didn't I didn't love the dialogue i didn't love you know he he has this like um very obvious line where he's like and it's in the trailer so it's fine but Mm um uh where he's like i think things are getting crazier around here you know and and it's like we had just watched him be like beat up and stuff you know so it's like it's like we we kind of get things we get where the the best parts of the setup of this movie were like the radio broadcast where it's talking about all the garbage in the street, which is like so good. It was such a good way to set up how there's like, it's a very clean opening chaos in the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, there's a, a specific scene that, um, I, it, it was probably the most bothersome thing of the movie. Um, but I won't get into it until spoiler territory. Okay, I'm curious what that is. Um, um, it's with the Zazie beats, the, 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 the lady, Zazie Beats. Yes. Okay. Um, 
Well, should I say what I think? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I, I think we kind of agree about this because I, I think we both are on leaning on the side of like very good, not quite great. Though I was like, I think I was probably leaving I, more towards great than... I think it is, I think it is um, just about great. I think mm-hmm. it's like on on that level of... Um, I mean, this year hasn't been very good for movies, so... Yeah, it's probably my top 10 as of now. Yeah, definitely. Probably not yeah. at the end of the year, but yeah. I mean, I'm like... It's it's maybe uh, probably not by tonight actually, but oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah we tell everyone we're gonna go see Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. Yeah, yeah. which is oh you know God. everybody's jealous. But. Yeah, um, the yeah I, I thought it was. I mean, I was struck just from the first like scene of the movie how um, like beautiful it was. Yeah, uh, did you see it in seventy millimeter? No, I couldn't because I, I I had to see it down in San Jose. All right. So. So did they show a trailer for Nolan's movie? Yes, they did. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Although I was weirded out by that trailer. Why? What? It just I, well, it didn't I, it really was tell kinda, you anything. It was just. It wasn't just that. It was just like kind of. <laughs> I think it was if it was any other filmmaker, like if if the syncope um, uh, little logo didn't pop up uh-huh. on the <laughs> on the screen beforehand. Yeah. I think everybody would have been like, oh yeah. Okay, no, it's, it's just, it's, it can tell it's just whatever Nolan has shot. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever he has in the camera. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I, I saw it in 70 millimeter and, and it looked like phenomenal. I mean, it, yeah. it's so beautifully shot. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. and, and given how many superhero movies, even the ones I really like, like Avengers, the new Avengers, um, they, so many of them just look like such crap, you know? And, and the, and in Marvel and DC movies look, differently like crap you know yes, like yes like yes. marvel kind of has this like weird like washed out gray palette that's really kind of ugly and then like dc at least like the snyder movies are like way over stylized and there's too much cgi and it just looks terrible uh, yeah um, it, it, but this i mean i guess it's not the same universe as the snyder movies thank obviously goodness, but, <laughs> um but and i was shocked to find out the movie wasn't shot on film like I, to me it, it looked like a i could tell uh, although um I mean, it was it was stylized and um, shot so beautifully that it re- it really didn't like. Even if it was shot on film, I don't think it would have added or detracted really. Um, oh yeah, no, it's it, in my the mind best it, it was processing I've seen. To be honest, it it was probably the best shot superhero film ever. Um, I can't think of any other that are. I almost like the look of it more than like even the Nolan movies. Honestly, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the Nolan movies have a certain. They look great, obviously. But. Yeah, but they there's. I I don't want to say there's there's like more realism to it, but it's very it's le- a, a bit less stylized than this movie. This movie yeah, is yeah. just like in extremely, um, it, it, it's very different. I'll say. Yeah, it feels like an like an immersion into the the griminess of the world. Yeah, and, exactly. And and into his own kind of like headspace. And I thought the just the portrayal of of it, it did a great job of just putting you into the head of this character and and really feeling for him and which is different than than saying you're rooting for him. Like I think right. you're it's 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 okay to be able to sympathize with a character, especially a fictional character, without well, without endorsing the person's actions like well, when i watch tragic breaking, yeah um, when i watch breaking bad i am rooting for walter white yeah but by the end of that show it's more like you just are like saddened by seeing this person who you're rooting for you know doing all these things and i feel like it's kind of an I mean, obviously yeah. it's not as great as that no you know obviously but well, but it's that same feeling of, well, of tragedy but i i think i think that that's what it's trying to get at is that it's 
it's almost like um Macbeth or something you know it's very it's very like classically Shakespearean tragedy where um someone's not just their circumstances and not just their actions but everything combined in their life leads them to um make the 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 dire mistakes that they yeah it's a lot of it's like a lot of different hairline fractures exactly rather than one one thing which I, I i thought was more nuanced than maybe what we could have expected from todd yeah, phillips yeah yeah Again, exactly. I, I, hate, I don't want to harp on you know crapping on todd phillips that much because i know i feel like a lot of people who review this movie um they have this sort of point of view about about it because of who directed it like right, i think a right. lot of people go into different movies with different like if 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 Nolan had made this movie, I think the, this exact movie. I mean, I think it probably would not have had sixty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, I think yeah, it'd yeah, be a totally I agree. With different you. story. I um, totally agree with you. But uh, Walking Phoenix, we haven't talked about. Oh, just spectacular. Yeah, I mean, really, I he has again cemented me like his his acting is is probably the best working right now. I mean. It's 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 definitely up there, and he definitely, in terms of the choices he's making, like you know, I, I love someone like Denzel Washington, but Denzel will do like one great movie, then a bunch of like equalizer yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. you know. But but Joaquin Phoenix, and and now that Daniel Day Lewis seems to have retired, he's he's just picking like one great, you know, The Master, Her, You Were Never Really Here, uh, Inherent Vice, which is a lesser movie, but he's great in that movie too, um, and and now this, I mean, he's just. I mean, it's so like painful park, watching yeah. this guy struggling with the, you know, laughing. I've never seen such like painful laughter yeah. in any movie. The way he's, <laughs> when he's on that bus and, and it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and it's very sad. It's yeah. like, it's, it's very, like if you, if you saw that sort of thing in real life, like, like it would it would be heartbreaking. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. and it is, it is heartbreaking effectively in the, in the movie. You know, you, you really understand that this, this person is like, um, obviously mentally unwell, but, but very, um, well, he, there's a, there's, there's a, a line that he writes in his, um, joke diary, mm-hmm. um, where he says the hardest thing about, uh, mental illness is people act or uh, people, want you to act like you don't have one. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it's, it's true because that's the sort of, that's the whole trend of the movie is him actually embracing his, um, (laughs) his, um, I guess you could say inner demons or his, his own sort of, um, Essentially checking out of society. Yeah. And being rewarded for that too. Right. Exactly, like him, exactly. him trying to, to put a tamper on these things has done nothing but just make him more miserable and more miserable. And then finally, you know, doing these terrible things, it's like every, everyone rewards him and everyone gives right. him the attention he wanted and all the, um, adulation he was looking for. Um, and to me, that's not, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that's, it's not a. I wouldn't. Say, it's a. It's a nihilistic point of view. I mean, it, well, it's it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's saddening, but I, I think there's definitely truth to that. I don't know if it's nihilistic because I think it's a warning. Yes, um, yeah. I, I think it's very much a, um, essentially saying do not encourage people to check out of society. You mm-hmm. know, do not ostracize people in in such a way that they're encouraged or incentivized. 
um, to 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 embrace a nihilistic attitude. Yeah, and to be clear, the movie is not spelling those things out as explicitly as maybe that sounds when you say it. Right, right, like right. But, yeah, but but, but, but that's, yeah, that's the thrust of the movie. Yeah, you I mean, know, essentially, I mean, and that was one of the. Well, I mean, it was so so interesting to see his um, transformation into um, into the Joker or into you know a sort of version of he he's not really a criminal mastermind or like any sort of evil genius or anything you know like like the I mean I guess the Joker isn't really an, an evil genius in the comics but he's he's very much a um um you know he's very nihilistic and wanting to he's smart he's definitely smart and yeah um and the joker in the in the nolan batman movies um or the one he he's essentially there to to create chaos you know he's there yeah um to to as uh, essentially an accelerationist you yeah. know basically and in, no higher meaning is that scene where he burns the money and right 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 like and it's it's such a i mean that's such an amazing scene but also also his um you know his his whole game at the end you know with the two boats right it's like very it's very um that that whole scenario is trying to get people to see that everybody um everybody inside is a monster you know right, and right. and so and so he has a very nihilistic view of of people and of the world right. um and and he wants to bring that out in everybody else right. um he he essentially wants to tear down society right um but in this movie he is um almost encouraged by society um he's encouraged to take up a mantle against you know essentially the elites he he's encouraged by by a society who's um i don't like i don't know how would you describe it like like well people who are disenfranchised i guess yeah it's it's, it seems like it's i mean it's sort of like a um it's sort of like a 99% 1% kind of parable going right, on right and um and partic- and by using using uh Gotham City there's kind of uh you can show it as even more chaotic and more disturbed as yeah. you know a regular kind of like uh, how seven uses a fictional city right um and um and yeah and when and when he uh i guess should we get into spoilers and um well before we get into spoilers, I guess let's just say like like overall you said very good yeah bordering on great. Yeah, I'll just don't bring it, your kids, but I highly recommend seeing it. I'll yeah. just put it on great. I think it was um, uh, a, a very masterful, if not a little bit, you know, obvious or not obvious, but a little bit um, over the top uh, in certain ways, uh, but very uh, masterful portrayal of what of what this this sort of uh, I guess a masterful warning Um mm. To, to society at large yeah and amazing portrayal by joaquin phoenix yeah um and beautiful craftsmanship i mean the, yeah, the, yeah the production design the cinematography score is good you know yeah um, so highly recommended all yes. right this is spoiler time so if you do not want it spoiled um turn this off now leave the building yes all right um 
Yeah, so I guess I'll just t- start with the the kind of hammy thing that I was talking about. Yeah, you understand though, right? The I assume it was the flashback his, his sequence where it's girlfriend. like, like I didn't mind that it was that he had an imaginary girlfriend. I thought that yeah. was an interesting sort of take on things. Very obvious. I was like, okay, yeah, obviously this is not real. You know, like obvious. Yeah. Uh, it it just they set it up that he's he has fantasies and already. It was, so. And it was such a weird twist too. It was like. Oh, 15 minutes later, you, we find out that it's not real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, like it just very, it didn't feel, um, I, I don't want to say it didn't feel fleshed out, but it definitely felt like you could see it coming from a mile away. But the thing that just pushed it over the edge for me was was the whole flashback sequence where it's like, yeah, we get it. We get it. You know, <laughs> he's in some girl's apartment and she's telling him to get out. Obviously, she doesn't know. him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, we understand. We yeah, understand. She barely knows his name. <laughs> I almost feel like I, I don't know for certain, but I, I can almost imagine that was. Like, like a Warner Bros. Yeah, QA like like decision. or like a, yeah, a test screening where people didn't understand it or something like that. Because that sometimes happens. Yeah. Or or just Phillips not having uh, you know trust in people getting it. But I feel like even he would understand that. Uh, that. Yeah. Th- that, that it's explained when she says, "Who are you? Why are you in my apartment?" You yeah, when she thing. screams, which when is the screams. one thing. Right. Yeah, and it's the one thing in, in King, of, King of Comedy, which he's lifting those all those. Fantasy sequences are definitely lift from Martin Scorsese's King of Comedy. I haven't seen King of Comedy. Okay, so. but he, he has these fantasies about yeah. hanging out with his the talk show host and all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Um, but he, I don't think there, there's never anything like that where it's that explicit about like this is not real and this right. is like you kind of have to figure it out in that movie, and you can because it's like the scenes that are realistic. He's just being treated like a bum, and the scenes <laughs> that are in his head. Um, I mean, I I thought the scene where he fantasizes about being on De Niro's show that was like really well written yes. because it's it's yes. like intentionally badly written and and it's like overly cutesy and it, it's totally something like that you could have you yeah. would imagine a kind of a crazy person would imagine yeah yeah or maybe even not a crazy person I mean I don't know I mean I don't I probably have been guilty of having those like thoughts about like oh if I met this person and then like oh I hung out with them and then they became my friend yeah, you know yeah, like you yeah. have those like dumb fantasies sometimes right. about someone you know you you really admire or whatever um so that was really good and and I I like the idea of him you know fantasizing about having this girlfriend and it's sort of it's sort of a almost a little like sad that he just He's not fantasizing like some some perverse sexual thing. No, yeah. He's just fantasizing that this girl would come we'll, and we'll comfort him while him. his his mother's yeah. sick. I mean, that's kind of even more heartbreaking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Um, to me, the the thing that makes the movie, um, because it is following the the template of Taxi Driver. Yes, a lot. Yes. You have seen Taxi. Driver. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it it's following that template of a, of a person's decline into insanity, decline into violence. Um, and, and my dad and I saw it together and we were talking about like, why did this feel kind of a little bit like stodgy, a little bit, um, it, it didn't quite flow the way taxi mm-hmm. driver was like it, it felt like the second act in particular was a little bit like, uh, like holding in place. And I, f- I feel like it, the problem kind of lies in, he he has that terrible act of violence er, kind of earlier in the movie and then he doesn't really have anywhere to go from there yeah and and taxi driver is more of like an escalation of 
of things. And I'm not arguing that, yeah. oh, the movie should have been more like Taxi Driver, but I was just thinking about, like, if it's so similar, why did this not work quite as much? And I think that's the that's right. part of it. Right, right. And also part of it is they're, they're not... They're not completely the same character um, because Travis Bickle is is much more proactive in what he's doing. A lot of a lot of the he's terrible things. He's kind of normal too. He's more normal. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And he can fit in more, and he doesn't yeah. he doesn't stick out the way Arthur does. Um, but he's also um, he he has more um, culpability in 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 the things he's doing and the terrible right. things, the, the the things that are bothering him about the city. And about people often come from his own inability to connect with those things. Uh, whereas in the case of Arthur, it's it's more of a um, it's a little the bit more passive. Are, are done they're, to they're, him. they're happening to him. Yeah, and and he's he's um, just responding to those things, um, which yeah. makes it yeah. you know a little le- a little more passive and therefore a little bit less driving. I think. Right. Um, right, right. Yeah, I, but no, still I compelling. Think, I, I mean, think that's fair. Although, I think that's kind of probably the the point. Um, oh yeah, with this movie is yeah. that he he's he's almost like um, being turned into a monster because of the things that are happening to him. Mm-hmm. Even though they're they're um, you know it's not it's not as explicit as him being um, like like him saying oh well it's okay that he's doing this you know because of all of these bad things. It's like it's much more a critique of you know okay well why would these things um why would we want these things to happen to him essentially it's like why why would we want someone to to check out of society like this mm-hmm. um like like let's let's he, he's almost trying to think of how um like how we could prevent this and this sort of, you know, cultural flashpoint mixed with really mentally unstable person, um, who is essentially incentivized to, to just not care uh, yeah. about, about the things that he does anymore. Yeah. Which should, should we talk about the, 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 uh, the whole incel connection or lack of connection? Because yeah, it, it seems like yeah. that should be t- talked about how much he, he, um, it's it's not it's it's interesting because he he fit, definitely fits some of the characteristics of of the the lone shooter that sort of thing we've seen right you know um, you know time and time again in uh, America but but it's um, he what what's the difference exactly what am I trying to say here well he's uh, not he's not motivated by um, by anything political I mean that that's really his. Yeah, he, he says that explicitly. I mean, even though he he's kind of the head of this, you know, weird sort of Antifa movement. Yeah, um, Antifa clown movement. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is that, that was an interesting thing too, because it's like I feel like if this movie had been, I, I don't know if I should say this, but like if if this movie had been made by like Boots Riley or someone, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think th- it would like the. It, there'd be a flip side like fox news would be the ones who'd be saying this is this is oh yeah uh, an causing... endorsement of of antifa yeah blah, blah, yeah blah, blah. exactly yeah, yeah, but yeah, sure. b- because for some reason i guess maybe he's white and male like i don't i don't really know why and, and also phillips is is i guess perceived as right-leaning or i don't know all he said is woke, woke comedy um or wokeness is killing comedy which is not like a right-wing opinion yeah. necessarily but um it's it seems like well there'd be a completely different perception but it is weird because 
it's also a commentary on um i mean it's not a right-leaning movie it's, it's a commentary on on you know economic inequality and on oh yeah, yeah on the polarization that happens when you get sort of this this hyper stratification of um you know the the very very wealthy and the very very poor you yeah. know like it's it's um i mean it's 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 really not a uh particularly right-wing message you could say yeah it's a, it's a very left a I, I left think, sympathetic message that's the, that's the other thing is i think for a lot of critics i notice I keep saying things like it's it's confused or cowardly or that sort of thing <laughs> like i don't even know what that means but but what it seems to mean is that i think they don't like the fact that it doesn't like endorse an ideology or it doesn't because i think i think a lot of critics probably come at movies from wanting the movie to express um, you, you like have more of a direct expression of of their political point of view, or or, or a direct expression of of like a one to one comparison of what they believe, right? Um, and and that's can be good. Like Black Klansman is a great movie, but but I think I don't I don't think the 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 fact that the political neutrality of the Joker or that sort of thing is a detriment to the movie no it, i think it just, it's to me it makes more interesting the fact that he's sort of uh, and i think capitalized on by these people it, it, it's an reason. incredible achievement too in that in that um people are very um hyper polarized about this movie because it says it critiques it it critiques everybody essentially it critiques the people who are um you know who who are, are checking out of society, right? It critiques the the sort of um, incelly, uh, you know, mm-hmm. removed from society um, loner types, I guess. Yeah. Who have a, a predisposition for some sort of, mm-hmm. um, you know, violent mental illness mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, it critiques the people who make those people. It critiques, um, you know, a, sci- a society that that endorses. Um, you know, abuse and, um, looks the other way and, you know, turns, turns its back on, on people who, you know, need help. And then it also, it also, you know, critiques people who, you know, who only care about themselves and who only care about, you know, their own wealth. And what's interesting about it is that, is that Thomas Wayne is the, is, is the antagonist in this movie in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. You know, he's the, he's, He's the antagonist, but it's also sympathetic to him too. This is the weird thing: is he's not made out to be this sort of like cartoony, um, you know, money bags, uh, Scrooge McDuck man. He's you about know, as callous as any rich person. I mean, like but, but he's not really that. He um, he's callous, but he's also you. You can also see where he's coming from. I mean, in that, callous, out of touch. I guess. Yes, yes, he's mm-hmm. out of touch, and that's the critique of of sort of the the rich, the the very wealthy, uh-huh. but. He's also being followed by this crazy person who tried to, to you know, almost... Like oh, it, when he punches him in the face of the bathroom... It's, like, totally justified. It's, it's pretty you know? justified. He's touching his kid. I yeah, mean, like, yeah, it's yeah. It's such a creepy... It, and that's a creepy scene, too. Um, yeah. so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, it's almost... Uh, it's almost on the level of, like... Um, I don't know some like horror films. Oh yeah, in, yeah. in that like in coming up over the bushes. Oh, and, yeah. It gave me the chills actually when I saw it. Yeah, um, yeah. and then you know presumably Alfred being yeah, there yeah. to be like, what is going on? You know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, he grabs Alfred. I mean, yeah, it's really, really great. But but you can understand why why Thomas Wayne 
uh, would feel that way about those things. Yeah, exactly. And, and what the thing he says on TV is kind of what ends up precipitating the um, sort of uh, mass like protests and right. rioting that goes on when he says that these people are clowns. But if you, yeah. act, I think if I actually think back to what he said, he he didn't even really mean. He, it was not like a direct. Um, just slander of like all poor people. He was talking about people who do that sort of thing. He was right. talking about, about the, the killing of those guys on the train, which as far as he knows, were innocent guys. He's in right, the, right, the right. context of that. They were, hurt, they were beating the hell out of a uh, joker, but, um, Oh God. So, so it's, uh, it's an, I think it's a nuanced take, a nuanced look at a, at a lot of these sort of cultural flashpoints that we've, um, come up against and that's probably what what they mean by it's cowardly because it it does it just doesn't agree with them you know it it takes a more yeah, nuanced stance yeah um which is really unfortunate because i think i think if they were open to um seeing the sorts of um i don't know i i wouldn't say like uh, it's not confused i don't think I think it actually kind of has so its, all. I its, think it's, its its finger on the pulse in a lot of ways. Yeah, it, it understands more than maybe the out of touch, um, you know, film journalist class. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it probably understands sort of what what culture is leaning towards more than they do. I think. In in some ways, yeah. I mean, I I, I felt like when I was watching the the third act of the movie, it was almost like envisioning something that like. I've had nightmares about or something yeah. that I've, I wanted to put onto film myself because it's something I've been feeling. I mean, I think when I had that sort of, um, film idea in my head about society going into complete chaos, that was around the time when there was just all these people coming, uh, right and left to Berkeley and just like having yeah. these melees in Berkeley and, and just like seeing what, seeing what, what had become of this city, you know, I'd grown up and, and, um, and then like seeing that on screen, it was like, it was like watching a horror movie. It was like, watch, or like mother or something like yeah. that where, where you're it was like big fe- uh, like <laughs> fear number one, you know, yeah. fear number two or whatever. Yeah. But to me, it's like, I mean, I, he's kind of, he's fast tracking a little bit. Like it, oh, it's, yeah, it's a little bit like of a fable that like the entire city would, would go that crazy in that amount of time, whatever. But in terms of what he's saying it, there's definitely truth to the fact that people. And, and there's obviously like an over the top element to to the the way that he portrays it it's like it's like oh they set up in the beginning um and i actually think the setup is is pretty good at like conveying that there's this sort of like really um there's this tense atmosphere in the city at least mm-hmm. um you know oh the the garbage people are on, are on strike you know there's garbage piling up in the streets mm-hmm. and then you know they have the conversation about thomas wayne and you know with with the mom mm-hmm. and then you know it keeps going and you after the the train murders, um, which oh, I guess we're in spo- spoiler territory, oh, yeah, so that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, you know, another so great scene, by the way. Amazing, yeah. absolutely. I mean, it's probably that, and then the um, ending scene at the um, at the studio. Yeah, the, that whole the whole from, thing with De Niro. Yeah, from, that was from when he gets to the well, actually, even when he's being chased by the cops, that whole. The whole third that, act. Yeah, that was even more like out of my nightmares too. Because oh, yeah. I've always thought about that. You know, my, my dad's a police officer, right, and, right. and and that thing of like, of like where it gets so bad that like they're just like beating up these cops, and also, but the the cop shot a guy, shot some unarmed guy, you know, in the midst of what was going on. So it's not completely. You can understand why the people would do that, 
but it's it's just oh, it's a, terrifying. A complete, uh, yeah nightmare of civic chaos and he and he you know takes his mask off and dances and then walks away and yeah. it's just so yeah, like it's haunting it's eerie and and beautiful and like ch- chilling at the same time it's yeah. so well done and then he you know so he he runs from the cops he gets to the studio um he says when you you know when you introduce me introduce me as joker um on his on his uh mirror he had written uh, put on a smile um Something right. like that. Or the, the, yeah, his mother's quote. Or yes, like yes. Yeah. Um, and then he, you know, they, he has the scene that you see in the trailer, which I wish they didn't show, but it is such a cool moment where he's he's coming out on stage and he's dancing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then he has the whole, you know, dialogue sequence with Robert De Niro, which is just like, it's very well written. It's very much something that you could see. And like, have you seen the... Um, um, the video of the that congressperson who who shoots himself no. um, at the end of the press conference. No, I haven't. So he has this whole like I think it's like thirty minute long press conference. Uh-huh. Um, he's like sweating. I think it's our Bud Dwyer. Okay. Um, and uh, he he has this whole um thing. He he goes through. He's like he's kind of like yelling at the media, like telling them that they basically like ruined his life and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he goes through it. And at the end he, um, he, he pulls out a mil- manila envelope from his briefcase. Mm-hmm. And he takes out a gun and he says, he says, it's all right. It's all right. Don't, nobody's going to get hurt. And he shoots uh, himself. Wow. And it's like so haunting, but it's, it's like, it plays out very similarly Um, in in a lot of ways to, to the ending scene of this movie where he, you know, he, he gets really like frantic and yelling. And then he, he basically like, what is, what is his last line? He says, you get what you deserve. Yeah, well, um, yeah, he said something about if you cross a mentally ill person, right, right, right. Which, which I, I've, I've read a lot of people saying like that line is like really uh, cringy or over the top or on the nose. To me, no, it's perfect because yeah. have you ever? I was the one thing I was thinking it was Elliot Roger in the car. Right, 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 right. That yeah. is like the most cringe, worthy, exactly, embarrassing thing you've ever seen. That's like, exactly what it was like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because these guys are not they're not literary geniuses. No, they're insane people who have these like grand notions about themselves. And um, yeah, it was exactly as theatrical and and ridiculously on the nose as a, a crazy person would say. Right. Right. Um, I also, by the way, love the way De Niro played the whole scene too. I thought he was so great. Yeah. The way he, he sort of, um, the Marin tries to cut it. Like he tries to cut it and, and De Niro's like, no, no, no we keep rolling. Yeah. Like there's sort of yeah. a sense that he, it's more just, he's like genuinely curious, like as a perverse curiosity yeah. and almost like, um, he knows it's a really great television. Right. You know? Like right, that's right. really like kind of the, what's behind it. And, and, and the way he keeps his cool, he doesn't freak out. Dr. Ruth is freaking out and the other guy is, but he's just I, like, yeah. And yeah. Dr. Ruth, the yeah. whole scene where he, he kisses Dr. Ruth. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. she's just shocked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so funny. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and that I mean, that whole sequence is so um, tense and sp- uh, it's also very well set up, too, because... Um, remember you, you, you saw, you saw the beginning scene where he's like, oh, you know, and that you treat me like a, uh, or I feel like you're my son. I would want a son like you, you know, the fantasy. Mm -hmm. And then he has that whole sequence again, another 
kind of terrifying sequence where he's uh, dancing with a gun um mm-hmm. in the beginning uh, right after he gets it and he shoots a hole in his mom's house oh right right um, yeah, yeah yeah which is which is very funny it's it's good oh and i love love the scene at the children <laughs> children's oh, hospital oh yeah that was the funniest thing in the movie yeah that was great <laughs> absolutely hilarious yeah um why did you bring a gun to a children's hospital <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah so funny but but um you know he shoots all he's dancing with with a gun and he shoot he he puts it up to his head mm-hmm. and then he 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 points it at a at, at the couch mm-hmm. and then he points it at at some you know he's talking to himself and he points it mm-hmm. at someone over there and he shoots yeah um and it actually goes off mm-hmm. um and it's like it's like so it it's very terrifying the way that he handles guns first of all of course yeah second of all um yeah. So so then he um, uh, th- then he has another scene um, right before he he goes on the show mm-hmm. where he's practicing essentially what he would say. You know, and he walks out on on screen. He you know he walks out of basically a makeshift stage that he that he built. Um, it's just a sheet basically. But yeah, um, yeah. he he walks out and he he practices what he would say, how he would walk, and you know how he would. Um, you know, get introduced on stage, and then he, you know, sits down, and he he tells his knock knock joke, um, and you know, knock knock, who's the, who, who's there, and he shoots himself, right, 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 and that's that's what you kind of, I mean, he sets that up so that you you're having that expectation, right, but you obviously know that this person is extremely unpredictable, <laughs> right, right, and there's absolutely no way to tell what he's going to do because and his violence is oriented specifically towards people who he feels have wronged him i I thought it was an interesting thing too because i fully expected the ending to be given i think because how much fear was in the air about the movie i thought it was like okay it ends with him becoming a mass shooter ends with him just going around shooting people willy-nilly in in, uh, the city um but instead it's like he's very um you know like he kills the guy who is mean to him at work and then he lets oh, the he, guy who is nice yeah, to him yeah. go who rats know? him out yeah 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 and he kisses him on the head and yeah it's With, so weird that, that was like a weirdly it didn't make me some people in the audience thought it was really funny that because the, he's like a little person and he can't reach to the thing but that's, it was just terrifying it was just it was terrifying, terrifying to me and i was just like because he because um like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't want him to kill any of those people, but it was just, and well, it was you th- so like brutal out of nowhere, you know? You think it's going to be, um, well, that's like a joke. That's like a total joke that the Joker in the bat, in Batman, you know, universe would do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Chris Nolan's, uh, Joker didn't really make any jokes. No. <laughs> um, but, but Batman or the Joker in the comics, um, basically that's what he does. He, he's he, like perverse humor. Yes. Yeah. He tells jokes. Uh, before he gets vi- oh, before or after he gets violent mm-hmm. essentially like the famous sequence in the killing joke um where he shoots uh barbara gordon he you know he he shoots her he comes in he shoots her and he said he tells a joke about um about how essentially it's like it's it's kind of a convoluted joke about mm-hmm. how she's a book and he's it, she's not in very good condition and she's damaged his spine or uh, he's, he's damaged her spine uh-huh. and blah, blah, blah. And so like this, pun, yeah. this whole, yeah, it, there's this whole sequence of, 
of like jokes involved with with violence right that's kind of uh, his his mantra right um and um yeah and 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 so that's kind of what you think is that like oh you know he kills this he kills the the guy who gave him the gun mm-hmm. um and then he says no you can go you're free to go mm-hmm. um but you see him, he locks the, the door at the beginning. So mm-hmm. you think that he's kind of done this as a setup as he's going to, you know, he's going to kill the, um, the little person. Yeah. And, um, it, it, the whole sequence is just so tense and so like nerve wracking really. Yeah. I mean, you really don't know what's, what's going to happen. And then at the, <laughs> like, it's also like awkward too. It's like awkward and real. Too. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's like just kind of like weirdly. I don't know. It's like the weird humor you find sometimes in really perverse situations. Right, or right, right. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it It was a fantastic sequence, but, um, well, anyways. Um, and then he kills De Niro. And that was yeah, great. and he kills yeah. De Niro, yeah. Um, which essentially starts, like, citywide riots, you yeah. know. And I love the shot with him in the in the police car. That, to me, felt like a little bit of a nod to the, I think it was. the I police think, car. I think it was. In uh, Dark Knight. Uh, I think it was intentional yeah. that way. And um, yeah, just the joy on his face as he's looking out the window. Like yeah, it's, it's yeah, really, yeah. It's really something. And and to me, I almost feel like the movie, it could have ended with him standing in the police car. I almost think that could have been a bookend because the, the beginning yeah. of the movie is him trying to make himself smile and he can't. And then he, he makes himself smile and it's genuine. And to me, that would, could have been... That that would have been a great ending. Um, I still lo- the the whatever followed the scene at the uh, the asylum. In, yeah. The asylum is 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 good, um, and he's running back and forth. Which by the way, that that whole the last shot is def- seems like definitely a a nod to the film Mommy, the Canadian film, mm. which I don't know the film, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but it, it seemed like the ending of that. Um, yeah, great ending still. You know, with the song and him running back and forth, like that feels kind of fitting too. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I I don't know. I I was kind of. I, I I agree with you. I think it would have been perfect if they had just if they had ended it with him on the on the on the car, and he's you know he he put he puts the blood on his face, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. And I think that would have been just, I mean, just perfect. Um, it was fine. The 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 ending how it was. No, I yeah, think it, it I was, think they're trying to bother, set up for for a sequel probably, but um, maybe I, I don't know. What did you think about the tying in with the the Wayne family? Oh, I liked that. I I, I thought all of that was was really good. I I thought it was going to be more cliche than that. Actually, I thought uh-huh. it was going to be more like um like he killed them or oh yeah he follows him down the alley blah 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 you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. but I liked how it was sort of a a runoff of um you know his own sort of disconnected but still like intimate i guess relationship with with the wayne family mm. i loved the whole storyline with the mom about how that um, was good. she you know she's basically crazy and she abused him as, as a kid but right. um she you know pretended that or she 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 had um uh delusions that she had an affair with thomas wayne yeah and you know, like all of that stuff was so and great. The, and the one positive aspect of like normalcy in his life was like shattered. Like that's yeah, kind of like yeah, horribly sad about it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and he kills his mom. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Forgot who, about that one. Yeah, that's the other one who's who's uh, wrong who, who, in some way. And yeah. uh, again, again, not to justify anything, but no, no, no. But, of course, <laughs> but she did wrong. I mean, she she did like 
lied to him and abused him. And, yeah, yeah, as yeah. A, and and that was one of the more interesting commentaries that I I think hasn't really been picked up on in the, um, I guess in the mainstream log people. Pre- yeah, yeah, um, is the almost the cycle of abuse leading to to mental illness, you know, mm-hmm. and and the cycle of, um, poor essentially, uh, essentially. I, I don't want to just say poor parenting because it's not just that, but it's right. like abusive um, relationships leading to um, further abuse and fear, further um, demoralization mm. and um, essentially culminating in, um, I mean, he puts it at societal breakdown, but, mm. and I think that's probably, you know, on the long run, probably accurate um, that, you know, you, if you break down, um, people, and if you break down these these relationships, um, for so long that you know, I think I think there is a certain amount of societal collapse that you can, um, you know, safely bet on. Mm-hmm. But um, but I I think I think that was one of the more interesting commentaries was was essentially like why why was Joker so um uh so mentally ill was because of this, uh, former abuse, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I think it's, I think it's really pretty point poignantly done too. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. You know, no, where the whole he thing steals the, he steals the book of the, the records and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. And, and, and he, and where he says that he, he seemed like such a happy child. Yeah. And you realize that's just because he has that laugh thing. Yeah. You know, like, Oh my God, that's just like, it's just so awful. Yeah, know? yeah. All the all the stuff where he was like laughing, like this is the shot in the comedy club. I thought that was just so, oh, so great. Pushes in on him. I think the movie is kind of at its best where it, it really is like, um, it is not uh, dialogue driven. Like to me, this, yeah. the script is probably like the weakest aspect definitely, of the movie. Definitely, it's it's it's. But but like the actual just felt crafting of these like you know scenes where where the images tell the story i think are like really strong and and um yeah you know and that's why i was so frustrated with the um you know like, like the flashbacks and the blah 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 because blah, blah. it was like so evident that he could do it you know did he the could flash, flashbacks to the mother bother you it didn't no okay. it didn't um yeah, but that's because it was like explained he's reading He's re- it, you know yeah. it, it was fine it was yeah. fine yeah. um you know it could have been done yeah i could i could have done without the flashback i guess Mm -hmm. but um i think it was interesting to see the the like pictures of him you know abuse both of them abused you know whatnot Mm -hmm. um yeah and i and i think the conversation of like oh he was you know he was when we found him he was chained to the radiator and then she says like he, you know, he never cried and, you know, and it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's awful, you know? Yeah. So, so that, I think that was interestingly done, but, um, but the other stuff was that unnecessarily, um, I don't want to say rote, but it was, it was like leaning towards that, you know, it was just, yeah. un, uh, you could see the visual storytelling, um, done so well throughout the movie mm-hmm. that this where the times where it wasn't were were pretty painful and obvious you know <laughs> I, I mean i don't know that, that it didn't bother me that much but i but i know what you're talking about and um it's not not all the writings like i think the writing of the dialogue in particularly the scene in the bathroom with thomas wayne 
and the scene, uh, the scene with De Niro at the end are, are like really well, yeah, yeah. well crafted. Um, yeah, it, to me, it was, I think my main problem more was just like the sort of pacing of the movie and and the uh, the kind of like it just was sort of meandering. My dad, when he, we went out, left the movie, was saying like this movie's not going to do, do anything. Like it's not going to do well at the box office because he because like he he said it's like too it's going to bore general audiences. I don't and think I don't it, think it turns that's out true, he's, he's, it's no it's it's not the case. But I think. Um, it's only because it's it's a Joker movie that and and there's so know. much like well, hype around con- it controversy. A, it would but not be gripped. that well. If I was it, gripped by it. Oh, I, mean, I, I really I was. was. I was too. But I don't think a movie would be nearly as successful if it was not connected. If it was just crazy man. Story. Yeah, may, yeah. It's possible. It's possible. That's true. Um, yeah, that that's kind of the interesting thing to think about is like. Was this originally intended as a Joker movie, or was this sort of cobbled like together a, in that way? Like a Trojan horse, you know. I don't know. I I I don't know if it matters because I think all this stuff with, um, I I think Gotham was was a really interesting setting. Um, I think the Wayne sort of aspect to it was really interesting. Um, and to be honest, I think it led to a a, a really interesting, um. I don't. I don't know. I guess like it was. It was able to be a cultural critique because it was disassociated in in certain ways. Yeah, that's so. a, that's the thing that's kind of. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if it's why why it's been so kind of uh, critically. Someone did like a thing where they showed all the uh, what the critics who negatively reviewed Joker what they said about Avengers Endgame, <laughs> and I'm sure the person who did it was just one of these like you know, people who are like, Oh, DC versus Marvel. But to me, it's more telling about like how the different expectations critics and, and yeah. I think audiences as well yeah. are, are guilty of this go into different movies with and how people will be content with Avengers Endgame just being, Oh, that was, that was fun and entertaining. But this, this one, it's like, because it's getting at something deeper, I think then they raise their expectations like, way to the skies right, so that right, it becomes right. bad when it's like this movie to me not only is it like more i mean I, again i like avengers endgame a lot but it, this movie is so much more beautifully crafted than that movie and has and has a way much way more to say right than, exactly than just being entertaining um and in, you know in places it's not it's you know it is very uncomfortable and, and disturbing and I don't. I don't think tragic. it's very inter- entertaining but, um, at all, to be honest. Yeah. Well, it's 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 compelling. It's riveting, but yes. it, it's in the way it's that thrilling. Like, yeah. But it's definitely not entertaining. And you know, the other thing that w- that was really interesting to me was how almost like gritty a lot of the violent aspects of it were. You know, sure, like yeah. it wasn't. I think people are saying that it's like oh hyper violent and blah blah blah. It's really not. I mean, it's it's really not. Um, you no, know, it doesn't glorify the violence. Even, even I think I'd say in some ways the violence is less melodramatic than like a taxi driver or like a David Fincher movie where there's like slow motion, and right, there's like right, blood right. everywhere. And this, it was like when he kills those guys on the subway, it's so like abrupt and it comes out of oh, nowhere yeah. and, and it felt so kind of like real to me. Um, and it was so, I don't want to say gritty as in like, like, um, <laughs> Like Zack like, Snyder, yeah, Zack Snyder. Yeah. But but I was, it was gritty in that, um, like you're sh- you're kind of shocked by, yeah, by what you're seeing, yeah. you know. And, and then, I knew that was going to happen too, but still, it was like, oh my god. And and the the 
aspects of it, it, it you know he he shoots the first guy in the head right mm-hmm. um and then and and that's so shocking that you're like you're like whoa you know like yeah. you 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 could tell it's going to happen but you're yeah. you're really not expecting it at yeah. that moment and it's, at that point it's basically self defense i mean they're literally right, beating this you just beat him up on that, the ground. That yeah. one is, yeah. Yeah. And then, then he, and then he shoots the other guy. Yeah. And then he shoots the third guy. The in, third guy in the back running yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Well, he shoots... Well, he shoots the third guy trying to get out of the train, right? And then and then he follows him outside the train. Yes. You right. know, and he's playing hide and seek essentially. Yeah, um, yeah. And at that point it's turned into into oh, he's enjoying this, you know? Yeah, like and you yeah. can kind of tell that that there's yeah. a certain yeah. adrenaline factor. Yeah. Very you know, French connection. N- Have you seen that? Yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. The whole thing where he's like running up the stairs and he shoots him that's yeah. kind of direct uh, French connection thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's just great. And and, and then and, you know, and then he shoots him and then he shoots him twice more. Right, um, right. That's right. And you're like, you're like, oh, wow. You know, this is. And then at and then that is when he fantasizes about um, the he girl does, for the he first does his time. dance and then it, it goes into. Yeah, that was almost like something like a, like a like Terrence Malick or something. Yeah, the way that, the yeah. Way that was cut, because it was it, to me, it was clearly not real. Right. But it was like it was like something's been unleashed like he's he's unleashed his kind of inner fantasy yeah a yeah. little bit and, and it's it's scary because that's the yeah. first time you sort of see a turn in in his or no it's the first time you see him enjoy anything in mm-hmm. the whole movie yeah he, he's so like very sad and um and depressing to watch actually for for up until that point yeah and then he shoots those three guys and he runs into the into the bathroom and then he starts to dance and you're like, Oh wow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Horror. It's just like, um, yeah, did you think the dancing, did you like the dance? Oh, I loved it. You liked it. Okay. Okay. I thought there were maybe a few places where it went on a little long, but I, but I liked it as like an expression of like his, yeah, like his, something's broken loose on him. Something's right, right, right. gone free. And, and, and the way it was used, like, you know, at the end of the movie when he's up on the car and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And oh, man. Yeah, that was the that was one of the creepiest aspects of the movie for me was that it was it was um realistic and then you you could tell that he he w- was really enjoying it too, you yeah. know. And 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 there was a certain element of um of that that's that's where he started to become disassociated with society essentially mm-hmm. you know he he starts to become um well well i don't know he's cuz he still has a way he still has a ways to go um for that right he has the scene in the comedy club uh mm-hmm. where he's laughing that's after yeah um so basically i mean it's up until um I don't know. When does he fully dis- after he kills his mom? Maybe I say the killing the mom is like the Macbeth, like you can yeah. never turn back kind of moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's kind of the weird thing is like they put the the killing the three guys a little early, and then it's he sort of I don't know continues on kind of being beaten down and yeah, I think yeah. Mike and Jay said something about that out. It becomes almost like a little bit too much of a checklist of like you know yeah all these terrible things happening to him, but. I don't know. I think it still works dramatically. It still it still makes you sympathize with him and see all these different again the hairline fractures, right? His, right, his right. psyche. Um, yeah. Is there anything else? Uh, 
No, I don't know. I disgusted. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. Yeah. I loved the last... I mean, basically, the last two-thirds of the movie, I think, mm-hmm. I, I I thought were really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, very... Um, but I don't know. They they hooked me in in a way that I wasn't really expecting. Yeah. So, do you think this movie has Oscar chances, Cameron? No, I doubt it. You don't think so? Because a lot of people are saying like, "Ooh, this could be a maybe best, for maybe for picture. actor." Oh, actor to me is like definitely. Guaranteed. I think yeah. he probably will win. Honestly, I hope so. I mean, he, uh, he they he's, like that kind of performance. He's put in. <laughs> and he's never won before. He's never won. This is a good one to win for. I yeah, mean, if it, yeah. if it's going to be anything, it'll 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 be this. I could see that. Maybe cinematography or something like that. Eh, maybe. The... You know what was amazing though? I was thinking about how long ago you were never really here. Um, uh, was was made. It really wasn't that long ago. It was like yeah. two years, maybe. Yeah. Um, she had just finished essentially her her like when you saw the can edit. Her, she she was saying like oh this isn't necessarily the final edit mm. basically when she <laughs> when oh, really? she when she you know when it was introduced in Cannes mm. um, so and he was massive in that movie absolutely right, that's massive right. just like yeah. just huge in that movie yeah um, and now he's like emaciated oh yeah. yeah and he's like skinny and terrifying looking and. It's like Bale in that, uh, the new... The Machinist. <laughs> well, I was thinking, yeah, that, but also how he, he did Vice. He was all fat. Oh, and yeah, 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 And now he's in that Ford Ferrari movie one he's year skinny, later. Yeah. He's like skinny, like uh, the fighter. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> he, Bale, Bale is, is another level. I mean, there's no... Like, he did The Machinist and he's then he did Batman himself. Begins. That's right. Right yeah. after. Yeah, he's, he's fat <laughs> as hell. Which is nuts. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. But, um, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. They can really destroy their bodies if they want to, but... Yeah, I guess so. Ugh. Ugh. It freaks me out. Yeah. Well, walking for you... I mean, I, hope, I I would vote for him for best actor this year. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, what is... One what of the would best he performances be, I've seen this year. What would he be up against? Well, Adam Driver... Uh, I, mostly stuff I haven't seen, like Adam Driver and Marriage Story. Hmm. Uh, DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, who's also great, but I'd probably go with Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Um... I don't know who else. Jonathan Price is playing the Pope. You know, uh, Eddie Murphy is Dolomite. Maybe <laughs> actually, Adam Sandler could be in the running for this. Oh yeah, have you seen the Safdie brothers thing? I what thing? Uncut Gems. Their trailer. Oh yeah, I I, I it popped up on my Twitter timeline and uh-huh. I scrolled past it. Uh-huh. I saw Adam Sandler with his Jerry curl. Yeah, and I was like, I'm in. I'm oh in already. Yeah. And his diamond yeah. earring. Yeah, I was like, yes, yes. Yeah, after I'm Good sold. Time, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. I, I oh oof. it looks it looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good. Um, but we if we if we get on another movie tangent, we'll be here for yeah, hours. No, well. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's tell the the people that we're going to see. Um, we're we're going to see the Irishman tonight. Um, oh, yeah, in a week from now, we'll have seen the Irishman, Breaking Bad, yes. sequel, and I got tickets for next. The, the Tuesday a week from now for Parasite, free tickets for that. Oh. If you want to come to that, so that's. That's the new Bong Joon-ho movie. Yeah. I definitely do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear that could be up for Oscars too, which would be crazy. So. Um, up, up for Best Picture? Or yeah, yeah. Really? Which is unusual for like a foreign... For, yeah, foreign film. Yeah, Bong's... When, when was the last time a foreign film won? Oh, never. Never? never when, when was the last time it was nominated? Well, Roma was nominated last year. No, and I guess there's so, yeah. Amour. It's like always occasional, but, yeah. but pretty rare. Um, but people are so like going so crazy about it. Parasite. Oh, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oof. Well, 
anyways i think that's a good place to wrap it um any any updates in your life no and i have no socials to plug or any such oh. thing but well, thank you for having me it's Cameron. Right. it's a pleasure oh yeah to be of course thank you for filling in for isaac yeah of course <laughs> i'm very on. curious what he thinks of the movie too has he seen it no he's we were talking about it he was like i really don't want to see any depressing movies right now oh, so really? okay, okay. <laughs> um, when he does see it he'll be yeah about uh, it. you know jd he's been on the show he saw it um mm-hmm. and he really loved it mm-hmm. so you know i think most i think general audiences are gonna like this movie a lot even though it, that's what it seems like it makes um me uncomfortable it made me very uh unsettled but mm-hmm. i think in a very good yeah. and poignant way and i actually i think i think mm-hmm. this is the direction I, I guess i said this after um after logan but mm-hmm. this is the direction i think comic book movies should go in the sort of spaghetti western style right you yeah know, there i was like the, that. yeah the the you know the john ford movies um and then oh i see know, what you mean and then you know bringing it down to yeah, leone and eastwood leone, and, yeah yeah i think it, um that that's actually something uh, we didn't touch on which is the the people who like the joker like i think there are going to be people who like this movie uh, for the wrong reason or, or for like because they just admire the joker like and that's another thing that people like to talk about when they talk about the movie glorifying the character yeah but to me i go like that's you can't help that there's always gonna be people who who watch a movie that is critical of something and they they just admire the thing that is being criticized okay like, the only thing that i'll say on that matter mm-hmm. is that there was a bunch of articles going around about how uh, the clown in it was an lgbtq icon and um what does that mean i am i i if if we if we're going to talk about how the joker is uh you know th- this like you know it, incel inspiring whatnot um you're really going to make the the, <laughs> the villain in it uh, an icon for your movement okay I, All right. Well, that's just I'm weird. Stop. I don't, yeah, I don't know, even know what that means. I was thinking of like Fight Club and stuff like that, where yeah, yeah, people watch it and I, you know, you can't, you know, you can't. There's always me dumb people. You, you can't know? control that kind of thing. Yeah. It's it's just, and and that shouldn't be a reason that you shouldn't make a movie about you know yeah. bad people. Yeah, like, I think like, most people on. watch it and they understand what's about. <sighs> yeah, people are dumb. Yeah, that's what I'll just leave. That's it at. a good note to close on. <laughs> People are dumb. Don't be mean to people. Don't kick them when they're down. You know, don't hit them over the head with a sign. That, That's yeah. the message of this movie. I can get behind those sentiments. I think. Don't hit a clown with a sign or else he'll shoot people on live TV. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good night and good luck. Everything Comes From Something is currently 100% fan-funded by listeners like you. And we wanted to shout out our executive producers, Darren O'Neill and Eric and Ariel Walk. Thank you guys for supporting the show at the highest level. If you want to support Everything Comes From Something, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast, where you can give a couple bucks our way and get access to our exclusive monthly podcast that is released at the end of the month on the platform through an RSS feed. If you don't have a few dollars... Again, tell a friend, tell some family about the podcast. That is how a show like this grows, and you can give us a rating on iTunes. We appreciate you guys so much, and we will see you next week.